Hello, welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. This is the weekly Bible study review of this week. It is titled, The Stranger in Your Gates. The memory test is Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 19. Therefore, love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Please pray with me. Everlasting God, we are right at your feet to study. We lack wisdom. Father, please grant us wisdom. We lack the will to obey you. Father, please teach us to obey you so that you will bless our lives and accomplish what you plan to do with us before we were born. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. When Jesus was asked by a scribe in Mark chapter 12, verse 28, what was the first commandment? Jesus answered by reaffirming what is written in Deuteronomy 6, that there is only one God. Then he proceeded to answer the question that the first commandment is love. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Continuing, he said, And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mark chapter 12, verse 31. Jesus knew how important it is to love one's neighbor. This was why he taught that loving God and one's neighbor are the greatest commandments. This teaching was not new to Israel. The Jews knew quite well that to love God supremely, to love one's neighbor, and to love other people was a way of expressing their love for God. This is also true with us today. To love God supremely, to love our neighbors and others, is a way of expressing our love for God. Circumcise your hearts. Deuteronomy chapter 10 Verses 15 and 16. Only the Lord had a delight in thy fathers to love them, and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people, as it is this day. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart, and be no more stiff necked. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, God continued to affirm the covenant that he had made with Israel. In a way, this was some kind of renewal of covenant. What is amazing is that here God reaffirms his covenant with Israel right after their terrible sin at Horeb. At Horeb, the whole nation fell into idolatry as soon as Moses left them. Ellen White in Petrus and Prophets, page 320, writes, To show his abhorrence, of their crime, Moses threw down the tables of stone, and they were broken in the sight of all the people, thus signifying that as they had broken their covenant with God, so God had broken his covenant with them. Yet the Lord will not ab- abandon Israel. He forgave them almost immediately and reaffirmed the covenant promise he had with their fathers. To show that he forgave Israel, 
and that he was not done with them yet, God asked Moses to hew new tables like the first and to write on them the words that were on the first. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 14 to 16, the foreskin, the heart, and the neck were used as symbols to teach an important lesson. The point that Moses wanted to make is clear. Moses used the foreskin because circumcision took place on the foreskin, but it was also a sign of the covenant. God wanted him to rather circumcise his hearts and Israel as a nation to circumcise their hearts, that is, their minds, their affections, their love. The steep neck image simply pointed to how stubborn they were and their unwillingness to obey the Lord. And basically here and elsewhere, the Lord was telling them to stop with their divided loyalty and serve him with all their hearts and soul. Think about all the time the Lord has pleaded with you to give him your heart. Think about all the times the Lord forgave you your sins. What should that tell you about his grace and about the need for you to circumcise your heart? Love the stranger. Deuteronomy 10 verse 19. Love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. One of the most profound statements of Moses is found in Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 14. Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God. Also, the earth with all that is in it. This text is a very powerful expression of the sovereignty of the Lord, an idea found in other places in the Bible as well. For instance, in Psalms 24 verse 1, the Bible declares, The earth is the Lord's, and all its fullness, the world, and those who dwell therein. In Deuteronomy 12, 17 to 19, Moses declares that Yahweh, Jehovah, is not only the sovereign God of heaven and earth, but he also is the God of gods and the Lord of lords. This was not an acknowledgement of other gods. Rather, it was Moses' own way of saying that there is no other God than Jehovah. This idea is well expressed in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 39. Now, See that I, even I, am. I am he, and there is no other God besides me. This text asserts God's total supremacy over all other powers, real or imagined, either in heaven or on earth. The text says, too, that he is a great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality, nor takes a bribe. All of this is part of the bigger message, Yahweh is your God, and you his people. There's need for you to obey him. What a powerful contrast this is, and the way it is presented in other places in the Bible. Yes, Yahweh is a God of gods, and the Lord of lords, the sovereign ruler, and the sustainer of the creation. Colossians 1, 16-17 but he also cares about the fatherless, the widow, the stranger, and he shows that care 
by ministering to their immediate physical needs. The God who takes note if a sparrow falls to the ground, Matthew 10, 29, knows about the plight of those on the margins of society. In other words, the Lord is telling his people, yes, you are special. I love you, but I also love others, including the needy, the helpless among you. And just as I love them, you must also love them as well. This is one of your covenant obligations and an important one at that. For you were strangers in Egypt. Deuteronomy 10 verse 19. Love ye therefore the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. This was God's message to Israel. Centuries earlier, the Lord told Abraham, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them 400 years. Genesis 15 verse 13. This happened just as Jehovah told Abraham centuries earlier. Then in Exodus chapter 14 and chapter 15, God delivered Israel mysteriously from this slavery. Israel's salvation is a symbol, a type of the redemption and salvation that we have been given in Christ Jesus. This is the basis for which God's people must treat strangers with love and respect. God's use of the word remember shows a strong emphasis on what Jehovah wanted Israel to place emphasis on. Although there were some differences between them and the strangers among them, especially in regard to religious services, when it came to human rights, the stranger, the widow, the orphan, needed to be treated with the same fairness and justice as the Israelites expected themselves to be treated. This is a key lesson that we, who live in the 21st century, must learn too. God expected that Israel's kind treatment of the marginalized should be a powerful witness to the world of the superiority of their God and of their faith and of the kindness of God, which in one sense was the whole point of their existence, to be a witness to the world of their God. This is still God's expectation of us today. Judge righteously. Deuteronomy 1 verse 16. And I charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother and the stranger that is with him. The Bible tells us that God is a righteous judge. And we learn in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 that we are made in his image. Being made in his image means that we carry his character of justice in us. So, he has called us to reflect this character of justice to the world around us. God never takes a bribe, and so should we not. He cared about the weak and the outcast, so should we. We know that the weak, the poor, the outcast don't get the same kind of justice. The most human costs as do those with money, power, and connections. But God calls us to make a difference should we find ourselves in a position to give justice. 
It does not matter the country of the world. The truth remains that there is so much unfairness in the world against the poor, the weak, and the needy. God was saying that this unfairness, which is everywhere else, should not exist in Israel and among his people. The ones who are to represent him to the world must show to the world through their living that God is a God of equality and justice. But this is not just about justice. It is about emulating God's character of righteousness. His justice stems from the fact that he is a holy and righteous God. So he charges us, You shall be holy for, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Leviticus 19 verse 2. Pure religion before God. Deuteronomy 24, 12 to 13. And if the man be poor, thou shalt not sleep with his pledge. In any case, thou shalt deliver him the pledge again when the sun goeth down, that he may sleep in his own raiment and bless thee, and it shall be righteousness unto thee before the Lord thy God. For God, pure religion is not how much we know about him, but how much what we know is able to make us treat others with dignity and respect. How we treat the poor who work for us, how we defend the cause of those who can be easily oppressed. Oppressing the, the helpless is a grievous sin before God, and God wants us to reveal this to the world. Amid a world lost in error, idolatry, evil, and sin, the Lord calls us to be kind to the weakest and most marginalized among them. In conclusion, pure religion and undefied before God, the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their afflictions and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for bringing this lesson to us. Dear Lord, forgive us and help us to reflect your justice to the world. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For questions and contributions and prayers, you can reach me on WhatsApp through plus 234-903-789-1680. God bless you.